What is going down, everyone? It's time for MojoBreak.com, the hype episode 274. Football championship week is here. Four teams remain. We got a lot of stuff to talk about here on the hype. We're going to talk some basketball cards. We're going to talk some football cards. We're also going to end with guess that price with Greg Ty Seerad facing off. We'll see if the, the youngsters can take down the OG breaker. We'll see what's going on there. We've got some new releases this week, guys. Get in on Illusions Football. And yes, the first question people ask about upcoming football products, what do you, what do you think they're asking? Uh, is Tom Brady in there? Yes, Brock Purdy is in the product. Yeah, well, illusions. I mean, but that, but that is true. Like, we always get the Tom Brady question. We do, but uh, Illusions does have 199 plus variation versions of Brock Purdy's autograph. So, if you want to chase the goat, go ahead and get in on Illusions. Oof. It's coming out this Wednesday. We'll also be breaking with players. You're probably going to be watching this after, though. But watch some of the recaps of us breaking with some of the NFL rookies of the 2022 season. Uh, Brock Purdy will not be there for obvious reasons, but uh, we may see the likes of like Malik Willis. We may see Christian Watson. We may see Chris Olave. Uh, we may see uh, a bunch of names from the 2022 rookie class breaking some illusions, breaking maybe some impeccable with us. So check that out on Mojo Breaks YouTube. Follow us on Instagram on that. And uh, more football news. We've got the biggest PYT break ever. 160 box football mixer. Pick your team. 12 different years. There's 2017. Plenty of boxes of 2017 if you're chasing Mahomes. Plenty of 2018 for Lamar and that scrub Josh Allen. We got 2019 if you want to chase, chase the great Debo. You've got 2020, of course, with Burrow. You got Burrow, Herbert, Hertz, who's going to lose this weekend, but we've got him in there as well. 2021 for Lawrence. He's maybe the new up-and-comer, and, of course, plenty of 2022 stuff for Brock Purdy. It is pick your team, so you can get in you know, wherever you feel comfortable based on Chase. We're also giving away $10,000 in break credit to somebody in that break. So you could be like, I'm going to pick up a $2,000 team. And I'm going to see if I can chase the break credit, also hit bounties. Uh, there's a lot of buybacks in there. We balance this breakout a lot, so giving a lot of potential. We pick some top-end buybacks, including our own, to put in there. We've got memorabilia. I am talking a lot, but I've got a lot to say today because I wasn't on the show last week. So I've been holding it all in like a, like a, like a kink in the hose. But how are you guys doing? How you doing, Cody? <laughs> I didn't know I was getting all right. The hot potato I, getting thrown over to I mean, me. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I didn't know where it was going. So uh, it's not a, it's not a really happy Monday for dancing the nine. No, no, no. I mean, I, what, I I don't I don't care. I I mean, I really like. I just don't. I don't want to see the Niners win. Nobody does. Well, <laughs> well. <laughs> A lot of people do. I mean, yeah. no. I, well, the bandwagon's true. It's a true thing in Hop the Bay on, Area. Get on it that is. bandwagon. Plenty I mean, of room. I just on my run, on my on the trail, I usually go on. Just everybody I'd run into have some type of Niners gear. They just right. went and got it like Target uh, yesterday. Uh, it's it's a real hey, thing. It's a new season. It's a new run towards. I'm, for, I'm just, a I'm new just quest for down, six. Like I have, I'm just counting down the days to the NASCAR season. Got to get new gear. Uh, NASCAR. The, the NASCAR, Clash coming up. The Clash is coming up. But that that is a exhibition. See anybody race. with Rams gear on the trail? Uh, well, no, because unfortunately I live in Northern California. Wow. Even um, if it's Southern California, you wouldn't see any. No, there no, you, no, there. no, no. You will. You will. You'll be in California. Debatable. Southern California. That's where we'll be. We'll be there in a couple days. Doing the little rookie roundup, so excited to uh, to quote the great Willie Nelson. Just I'm just happy to be on the road again, you know. 
Oh, How about that? Just can't do. Just How about coward. that? Huh? Uh, I, I got. I mean, it's already. It's 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 been basketball season for a while down in down in SoCal. I mean, they're getting the Rui Hachimura jerseys. You see that trade? Oh yeah, Rui Hachimura oh, to, wow. to the Lakers. Yeah, big, former big rookie Chase. A couple years back, Rui to the Lakers. What did they give up for him? Uh, I think like a sec, like a couple. Of what? Like a, maybe a second? Because he, he, he was like a Not much. He was a first rounder. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if he like. I don't think he was a top ten pick, but no. he was he was hovering around. He, but he was definitely he was a mid. I, I, I know. He, I know he wasn't like the big chase from his rookie year, but like I feel like he was like a solid chase from it that. It feels year. like the Wizards cannot draft. I mean, we should save this for C Rad to see how he feels about the Wizards. Uh, you got Corey Kispert. You've got Rui. I mean, not any Rui Hachimura anymore. Uh, but you've had like solid draft choices, and really hasn't amounted to a whole lot yeah. over there. What I'm trying to say is, when you're down there, you're going to see more Rui jerseys than maybe Cooper Cup right now. Just being, well, that's just not, being honest. That's not true. And getting back to the uh, the big Super Bowl mixer. The Rams, extremely undervalued. Speaking of the the greatest the greatest football team, the defending Super Bowl champion Rams, something that no other team can say at this moment, and no other team in the history of football can say that they've had a a, a worse season. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter Bowl. if you win one game or two games or seventeen games. If you don't win the Super Bowl, it does not matter. Yeah. Well. They are now the the Marlins of football. I mean, have a great championship year to follow it up with a. Like, but if, an you, absolute if, you, if they didn't repeat, turd. it didn't matter anyway. No, it doesn't matter. And it's quiet because the Niners have not won since '94. No, so, but but the Niners have gotten there. They've gotten there. They've gotten, gotten really really close. Yeah, yeah three times but, in the last four years. Can't say but that it about does a lot not of teams. matter. It does. It's actually. It's actually. You can say it's. Worse. Ask that to Lions fans. I think they would take three NFC championships. I don't know. I don't know if you want to. Well, I guess it. the ultimate test is, and I know, but Bills fans probably hurting after just a really tough, like easy win for the Bengals in the snow. Uh, but would they exchange one Super Bowl for? If, if say you only go to one Super Bowl, but you won the one, rather than go for what? How many years they go? Three, four times in a it, row. Yeah, you take you take the one Super. You Bowl. take the one. Yeah, but hindsight's twenty twenty. You have four years of playoff games and going to your game. Yeah, but, and you, have your friends but is it, is it worth? It's. A, I mean, you guys can speak of this because you guys did get knocked out in the NFC Championship game last year. Doesn't that hurt even more to know that you were that close? One thousand at the at the percent. time. Yeah, okay, yes. yeah, at the time, yeah, yes. But yeah. you could be like the Lions or like Man, the Vikings back. or like a team that I can't like the Texans that they just get their sixteen games. They have no hope. They have nothing to look forward to. Yeah, that that isn't great either. Like you don't want to you don't want to be a fan of those teams either. But there's really not a. You got to get over that hump. This is the great conundrum of being a sports fan is that you say, I got if they could just make it to the, you know, a team, especially without expectations. Boy, if they made it to the championship game, I'd be thrilled. Wow. What a like what a season. Let, uh, take for instance, maybe Giants fans, New York, sure. New, New York Giants fans, I should say. Uh, beginning of the year, you told them, hey, guess what? You're going to lose in the second round of the playoffs. Great. You think, oh, i take that. Of yep. course. Uh, you think any Giants fan is happy today in New York? I, 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 no way. Yeah, but, but did you think that they had any expectation no, of winning that but game? No, that's what I'm saying is that it, it doesn't matter. You have to – once you are there, you throw expectations out the window. I mean, I do window. think they had expectations of winning that game. Anything can happen on right. any given Sunday. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're pretty – I mean, to have uh, I, I, a guy I that was I, sixth on the Niner depth chart, a wide receiver to be their number one, you need some guys there. 
You need some guys besides Saquon. Yeah, but Saquon. you anything can happen. You could see, I mean, a couple turnovers here, a couple bad calls here. Like, anything can happen. Yeah. It, look, it doesn't – and, again, same thing could go for Jacksonville. Jacksonville, I mean, that one might even hurt more because there was a moment where they thought, especially with Mahomes' injury, they thought, we've got them on the ropes. Like, we got the Chiefs right I, where we want them. I, they were that, in that, that Mahomes, game. That Mahomes until, injury, yeah. I, I believe it was Arden Key who, who hit him. They they need to look at those type of tackles when they when they basically grab the person's shoulder pads and then go limp and just kind of throw their legs into the lower body. Like if you're gonna protect quarterbacks and not allow like a defensive tackle or defensive end roll into a quarterback, then we have to look at these type of tackles where because I mean it says lo- the guy who has Jalen Ramsey on his team. That guy literally, like, he'll just like try to break people's arms. Jalen Ramsey has, I there is you have no, you have there's no truth to that statement whatsoever. They're literally like you're you're saying that Jalen Ramsey is a dirty player. You have zero proof of that. You have zero proof of that. I mean, I, I could put together a highlight reel, but I no, no, you for that. you actually can't because there's not. I mean, he does like can we qu- he uh, does some jostling back and forth like every other physical db does but he does nothing illegal he talks he talks people don't like him because he does chirp but there is he doesn't there is no you want to talk about a look at Dre greenlaw that guy that guy is a that guy is a dirty player he has probably the most personal foul calls on the niners defense he he has to I don't know off the top of my head. I, I would say. Yeah. Look, I, I'm not saying either guys, you know, hey, it's a defense. It's football. It's, you know, it's a physical game. Things things happen. So that's all. Awesome. Stepped on Trevor Lawrence's head. So that's not dirty at all. He stepped on Trevor Lawrence's <laughs> he, head? He, he stepped on his head right there. He was getting. Uh, oh, he my. Ste- stepped on his head. He did not step on his head. Look, right there. He's not He's not kicking him in, in the head. He's not, he's not not doing anything. That didn't slam his head down to the ground. <laughs> I, it didn't take me very long. I'm just saying. The no, guy you has literally, a you literally just Google. I mean, that that's the first video came up. This is on the fly. I mean, we're recording this. We're not editing this. But I, I'm saying, you know, the, the the dirty plays happen, and I didn't say the Niners performed a dirty play. You're assuming that I am trying to take what happened with Arden Key against Patrick Mahomes and say that the same, even though it was very similar, the tackle on Tony Pollard was very, very similar. It is a pull down and then go into the into the player's like lower body. If that happened to Debo Samuel and that was Micah Parsons, it would be it would be the end of the world right now. It would be like Micah Parsons is the most dirtiest player in the history of the NFL. No, Niners fans were immune to leg injuries because it happens like every week. So we'd be like, ah, oh, it's another week of getting another leg injury. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, it was tough to see Mahomes uh, hurt. By the way, in that game, like to to see him hobbling around and like I I don't know what you're getting from him this week. No, I and mean let, it- let me let me throw out. I'm gonna throw out a sort of hot take here. I think if. Uh, and I wouldn't be shocked if the Bengals end up going back to the Super Bowl because something about that matchup for Kansas City is tough for them. If Joe Burrow and the Bengals make it to the Super Bowl, I think Burrow is at least firmly the number two guy in the hobby among quarterbacks. And I think if he wins the Super Bowl, there's an argument to be made. He is the guy among QBs. Over Mahomes. Over Mahomes right in this moment. We are. It's well, what have you done for was, me lately? And, and, I'm, and I'm glad you brought that up because I was like, who do we have out of the four remaining guys that have the least amount to gain? Like, 
if you were a guy like I'm buying now, who's the biggest? Because like I feel like Mahomes isn't going to move much regardless, no. right? If he wins another Super Bowl, there'll be a little bit of movement. Um, if he looks, you got bad, Joe Burrow, you got Hurts, right. and then you've got obviously the the the, the goat. Um, you got Brock Purdy. <laughs> if um, if Mahomes looks bad, it's going to be well, hey. Ankle injury probably shouldn't have been playing. There's it, nothing's gonna I don't, happen. I, I I mean I I think that injury is a lot worse than 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 people think. I, I think, think I think too. if it wasn't the AFC Championship game, he would pro if it was regular season, he would be out. He'd be out probably. Yep. Three to six weeks. Without question. Well, Without I think, question. I think it's the same injury that happened to Trent Williams. Obviously, a lineman's gonna have to put more weight on his legs. Um, but I mean, if, it's he, the com- same if he comes out and he can't. See, here's the same the injury that happened to Cooper Cup. You can't beat them with with Chad Henney, right? So I mean, obviously. Chad Henney. Chad Henney looked good coming in. He did. I actually think that I think they probably have a better chance with a healthy Chad Henney. Well, that's what I was thinking too. Than a hurt Patrick Mahomes. I I, I kind of thought after that first drive where Henney looked at le- like I mean he led them down the field like look he didn't look like Patrick Mahomes but he looked like a serviceable quarterback. I thought right there it would be a tough decision. But you have to say, especially the way that Mahomes was limping, look, if we could, maybe we can win this game with Chad Henney. Not maybe, but it looked like, yeah, we can win this game with Chad Henney. Yeah. And then at least rest how Mahomes. Is, I don't know. Maybe that would have been too bold. Chad Henney? Easy to say now. Oof, yeah. Is it's it easy to say now, but. Yeah, I, I, I mean, the one, the biggest surprise out of the, the, what, the four games we had? Yeah, the divisional round, yeah. Um, the the big question mark is all has been the, the the Bengals offensive line. The Bengals offensive line this week looked as good as I think they're ever going to look. And I mean they're banged up, but they they basically handed it to the Bills. Bills couldn't. I mean Burrow had time. They were running the ball. They were basically there was nothing that the Bengals that game was over when when it started could not do. Yeah, he looked incredible. I mean, it, there, there, but I mean, it, again, it, it, but it has so much to do with the offensive line. When you I, these quarterbacks in the in the NFL are so good, all of them are so good. You give them time, and you let these receivers that are also amazing, just amazing talents, you're allowing them to basically get open. It all comes down to the offensive line. Now, do you guys think that there's any kind of play beyond the four quarterbacks, like maybe a Jamar Chase uh, card that could uh, I think you Chase, know, go up a little I, bit? I mean, I kind of am leaning on a lot of the Bengals, but Chase feels like a guy at the beginning of the playoffs that, like, I'm, I'm, I don't think you could buy in on him low, but maybe a little like a little lower than T. originally. Yeah, there you go. T. Higgins might be a, a, a nice What track class? Play. Is he, ni- he is 19, uh, 20? 20, 20 yeah. maybe? Yeah, 20 because 20. 21's Chase. Yeah, because um, T. Higgins was with Burrow. Yeah, and I think yeah. he was a second rounder, and and T. Higgins is legit. I mean, they were talking about it on the broadcast that like on any team, he he's number one. You don't, I mean, they have Jamar Chase, but you go to basically any other team, and and he is a number one receiver. What are what are Devonte Smith's prices like right now for a guy who was a high? I mean, what he was just in that same draft class as Chase, if I'm not mistaken, Heisman Trophy winner, right? Yeah, but mistaken. the problem there's a big problem with Smith is he's not going to go to the Super Bowl. Well, <laughs> that's the problem. I mean, like, <laughs> let's if you want to, if you think one game look, he might go up. Look, man. let's let's just deal in hypotheticals. I mean, let's there, live in there, la, la, la I, I just got second. done saying the given any given Sunday. I guess that is. Just uh, yeah. that's just a made up. Look, let, it's let's, a made up statement. Let's live. I mean, in why even play the game then? You yeah, should. Exactly. I mean, why save? Go out in the cold weather. Play Philly. I mean, I mean Philly. Philly's a good team. I you 
anybody who's watched football this year, Philly is a legit team both on offense and defense. Maybe. They don't they don't they don't have a third their third string quarterback out there. It was very good. You gotta admit at this point, right? Eight no. It's not it's still he hasn't you're still waiting to be sold on on Brock Purdy at this point. He's got he's got I mean great coaching. Uh, I mean, I, I, it's not, it's, I don't, I don't care. Right. I really, I really don't. My, my thing is, what are you guys, what are you guys going to do next year? What, what is Brock, so, Purdy. Br- Brock Purdy? So, so Lance is out of the equation. Well, well so, so, Lance, yeah. so Lance is, so Lance is a, you don't want to buy Lance right now. No, no, no. Third rounder. If we there was, uh, to shed some light on this, uh, I think Mike Silver, former NFL Network, now I think is writing for the Chronicle, San Francisco Chronicle, wrote uh, that there are multiple inside sources inside of the 49, inside of the building. I, yeah, and that, I, I read, I read the same Brock's thing, that it's Brock Purdy, um, unless Lance makes some amazing strides in the offseason and training camp. And there was also that cryptic tweet, I guess the guy that had got yeah, hired by the Titans. yeah. And oh yeah, and yeah, then Lance like put thumbs up and fingers crossed or something like Titans that. Titans do need a help at QB, so, that's for sure. You know, but that's all. That's, that's all hearsay. I did want to say before we you know end our first segment here. Uh, you know, we've gotten a lot of people in the shop asking about Brock Purdy cards. There's a lot of people hitting us up trying to buy Brock Purdy cards. Something to keep in mind if you're collecting Brock Purdy cards is look at your checklist on your products. Yes, he will be in illusions, but I don't expect him to be in a lot of products this year going forward. He'll probably be in contenders because the checklist is deep, but, you know, products like Encase probably won't be in there. Um, so he's this he's a seventh rounder. So he was the last pick of the seventh round. Typically those guys aren't in every set. They're not invited to the rookie photo shoot, usually. So usually there's forty to fifty guys selected from the rookie photo shoot. Usually seventh round quarterbacks are not invited to the rookie photo shoot. Your rookie photo shoot guys are gonna be the guys that are in every product, like your Malik Willis's, your Kenny Pickett's. All those early round quarterbacks for sure are gonna be in every product, but he won't. So um, base cards. I mean, we can hope he gets in prism. He'll be in prism. You Pr- think so? Prism's a, a three hundred. He'll be in prism. He should be in prism. If not, I guess it would be in chronicles, right? He'll as be. A, as he'll be updates. in prism. He'll probably be an optic. Is a base card. Um, I don't. I don't think he'll have autos in in prism. I don't think he'll have autos in optic. But he'll have a base card. We. And, it, it, sorry to interrupt, but we haven't really talked about this since this. I mean, we're talking about obviously Purdy. You're not going to see him as much stuff because he's a late round pick. How much does this change the equation for Panini and the way they now handle this going forward? If there's a seventh rounder. QB selected doesn't have to be the last pick, but like let's just say there's a guy in the seventh round who's a QB who's selected. Do they have to go? Well, we don't want another Purdy situation on our hands. We got to make sure this well, guy signs. Well, I mean, I thankfully, honestly, if this was in 2013 or 14, we probably wouldn't even have any cards of them. The fact that we make more now is the fact that they have to get more guys. They have to get more stickers. So, I mean, if you look at some of the contenders draft early on, there was guys that aren't even in a league that didn't even get drafted that are in that product, and you still see their autos come out. So the fact that the industry got a little bit bigger and expanded, uh, to answer your question in a roundabout way, I wouldn't expect seventh-round guys, even if they're quarterbacks, to be in every product. It's kind of a crapshoot to see if they pay off because it could very easily be like, Oh my God! I can't believe I got another Brock Purdy. Right? I mean, that's that's how quickly it could change. Right? So, uh, the fact that it, it worked out in this regard is probably a one in a hundred chance of this ever happening. Again. Yeah, I mean, who was uh, 
remember Tom Savage? He was like a late, late Connor Shaw. Connor Shaw was all, and nobody was. I mean, Connor Shaw was the same year as Johnny Manziel, yeah. right? So that wasn't that wasn't the guy. That wasn't the quarterback you wanted from the Browns. Um, but you could point to guys like in 2012, RG3. Guess who was drafted in the sixth round that year? Kirk Cousins. So I mean, that's the situation that worked out as a backup. Uh, but yeah, I mean, going into the season having Lance, there was no way. I mean, Purdy wasn't even going to make the team. They were going to have Nate Sud- Nate Sudfeld be the third string or the second string guy. So it, it was it was a lot of obstacles for that Purdy. Was probably to a financial move. That was probably the almost certainly that, that Sudfeld Brock, was like that two million dollars. Yeah, Brock, Brock Purdy was cheaper. One hundred percent. So I mean, when you have a backup QB, that at the time their your backup QB was making a lot more probably than most potential backup QBs when Jimmy G was still sitting. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, going forward, check out checklists. Um, you know, he's got mosaic base cards for now. So if you can scoop up some retail or get into a break by the Niners, those are the ways to get his base cards. Not a big fan of that card. Half of his legs missing, or at least the bottom half of his legs missing. But, you know, it's what we got to work with. Thankful that they did get a seventh round Mr. Irrelevant in products. So you got to keep in mind, they're not making products ne- the week before. They're making products three to six months in advance. So we're still, like, at the beginning of the season right here. There was no way that Prudy was on their radar. No. Um, I mean, you could actually, I mean, go back to the Brady rookie year. Yeah, not not a lot of Not a lot of Brady rookies. There's not a lot of Brady, like, base cards. Nope. I mean, there was obviously the, the Bowman Chrome and the Contenders Auto. But besides that, I think Upper Deck had a handful of, like, rookie cards. Yeah. But there, I mean, there's no Topps Chrome no. rookie because they wouldn't put, like, a, a six-rounder in there. Yeah, and that's the thing. And then when you start getting into the hit-heavy products, like I mentioned, encased, they're not going to put a guy that's like – it's good. It, if they put a guy in there every year that's a seventh-rounder, then it's going to be a bummer to get him more often than not. So – Something to consider. Um, we haven't seen. I mean, we we do see that he's in wild card. I mean, they 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 somehow got him on the cover of a box real quick. Uh, that was quick planning. Uh, Leaf Leaf usually gets everybody, and they didn't get him. He's not in any of their products. So, um, but uh, just kind of again, I think Brian. I think Brian tries to focus on the first two rounds. Yeah, like heavy in the first two rounds because if you, I mean, if you are basically prospecting. And you look through the history of the NFL draft, the first two rounds are where the players are going to come out and have successful careers most of the time. Yep. Yep. Well, and to end off our beginning segment, check out the big event. It's going to be February 10th, which is our 160 box. NFL pick your team. 12 different years. Tons of bounty skunk prizes. We're giving away $10,000 to a lucky participant in that break as well. Uh, Check out the checklist. It's on mojobreak.com. And it is loaded with some of your favorite boxes, including 2020 Flawless. We've got multiple years of National Treasures. We've got 2017 stuff, which is hard to find. So we may pull a Mahomes rookie. 2018, 2016. We knew Dak wasn't going to go along, go far, but you know we've got 2016 products. If you're still into Dak and all kinds of crazy stuff, check it out at MojoBreak.com. 
And before we go any further, we do want to mention we have a great deal going on at MojoBreakShop.com right now. If you make a purchase of $150 or more, that's basically the price of brand new 2023 Top Series 1 Jumbo coming very, very soon. If you want to pre-order that box and you put in the promo code KSTAR23, that's KSTAR23 at checkout, you're going to get 15 bucks off your purchase. We got all the latest releases at MojoBreakShop.com. Check it out. Super Bowl's right around the corner. Get that football wax, whatever you like. And like I said, Top Series 1 coming soon. It's available for pre-order right now. Second half of the show coming right up. Doug and Dan are in L.A. Breaking with NFL rookies. You probably watched it on our live feed. That was a lot of fun. We'll have some more about that next week. Doug and Dan talking about their experience. First time uh, doing an event with Panini in a couple of years. So in their absence, we're bringing in the rookies off the bench. Uh, C-Rat and I, the, not the rookies, uh, will be here the rest of the way. But Typez and YG also joining us for the rest of the program. Tyler and Greg, the young stars rising here at Mojo Break. They're going to have a new podcast that's coming up very soon. You can watch them on Twitch. If you haven't subscribed already, going to be live on Twitch a lot more often, giving you basically a table setting for the day here at Mojo Break and of offering their own unique perspective here's a taste of that perspective right now we're going to talk some nba mid-season takes in the hobby and a little guess that price with ty with greg with c-rad and yours truly all right welcome back guys it's cody with you here on the hype episode 274 uh no doug and dan today or uh, maybe they're here i don't know if you guys just shape-shifted or something what's going on that's are you looking at me like that? Yo, is it just me? Oh, this don't look like Doug and Dan over here. No, it's not. This is, uh, I, I don't know who let these guys in. I don't know what's going on here. Uh, we need to get some in, some security, some intel here. Uh, yeah, explain yourselves. All right, yeah, go ahead and introduce yourselves. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm Doug. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Dan. <laughs> it's, basically all. It is uh, Ty and Greg here. Uh, you guys can so hear them, by the way. Uh, the Ty G show on Twitch is coming very soon. If you guys haven't subscribed already, I think I already talked about it before we started here. But the Ty G show on Twitch, it's coming soon. It'll be like a table setting for the whole day on Mojo Break. And, of course, uh, their brand of takes and, and um, I mean, insane takes if you i mean you'll we'll, we'll get a taste here so thanks for coming on the show guys and pinch hitting yeah if you guys have fun flaming me on tiktok just wait till you hear their takes <laughs> my takes hold on let's 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 take it back it's ty's takes it's ty's spicy takes. all the time well, spicy tea we got a lot of spice uh, well okay so because of that now you guys have inspired me to start off with the spicy take i tried to get doug and dan to bite on this uh when we recorded but didn't quite take it, so I just want to throw it out to you guys. Um, the new king of the NFL. Yeah, you guys see the slide right there. Yes, awesome. is it, it looks great. Is it Joey B? If 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 the Bengals can defeat the Chiefs, that would be their fourth win in a row against the the Joe Burrow. Uh, highly Bengals. likely. Highly likely, says Sirat. You know his feelings on Patrick Mahomes. Uh, and, a, and a banged up Patrick Mahomes at that. Exactly. If he does that, and then if the Bengals <clears throat> can win the Super Bowl, that would be a Super Bowl in just his third year in the league. He was the former number one pick. 
there was already so much hype around him in this hobby prior to all of this. Is he the new guy, the new number one dude among collectors and just in general in this QB league? Is he the number one guy to dethrone if he can beat Mahomes and then win the big one? Well, I think winning the big one is the is the, is the, is the is the main thing here, right? Uh, yeah, beating Patty Mahomes, I love it. It's probably gonna happen four times in a row this Saturday or Sunday. Um, but for Joe Burrow, prices for the hobby wise to to reach Patty Mahomes level, I feel like he does need to win the Super Bowl. He probably needs to win the MVP as well because right. that, that's something that that Patty Mahomes has done. Um, with that said, like if Patrick Mahomes somehow with that high angle sprain can beat the Bengals, I I will give him a little bit of credit. All right, what you know. Um, also, another thing I want to add is that what's strange is that I saw this on Slapstock the other day. R- National Treasures RPA Burrow and Sherbert, who you guys know how I, how I feel about Sherbert. He's like out of the twenty out of that draft class. He's like probably the third or fourth best quarterback there, probably the fourth. Um, Herbert prices are still higher than Burrow, bro. Are they really? Yes. That, that makes sense. that makes zero sense. And again, I like Herbert a lot. I'm a big Herbert defender. Yeah, we know. But that there's no but the, but right now, it's not even right now. Going into next season, there is just it's done. And the mind argument's you, over right. I now. saw this post by Slapstock after the Chargers were already got bounced out of the playoffs. So like for the fact that Herbert still sold for more for the similar RPA, similar grading on BGS2. If I recall, it was a similar grade. Like, I think it was a nine on both. Um, it really blew my mind, right? And so you got to ask yourself, like, what is it about Burrow that is not translating? Because, like you said, he's beaten Patty Mahomes three times in a row now. Like, he literally owns the Kansas City Chiefs soul. Like he, like, he has it in a bottle. He's just like, he probably goes, it's like probably by his nightstand. Like, he just holds it there when he goes to sleep every night. And and then and then the fact you add to the fact his draft mate Justin Herbert still sells for more than him. So what is going on? I think it has to do with a little bit of a shock factor. Joe Burrow jumped in, or like in college out of LSU, there was a shock right there. But we weren't collecting his rookie cards, and now all he does is win. Where Patrick Mahomes jumped on when he was the first named as a starter, MVP, straight to the Super Bowl. There was that shock factor that the hobby just gobbled up, and it was right, rightfully so. Uh, I think that Herbert also or uh, Mahomes also he has those like really flashy plays that get like it gets the crowd going, which I think that like obviously that's not going to translate to cards as much for every single player. But you you see like the per- like Purdy makes one play and everybody's excited about those because well, he makes two plays. Not just I mean, one. sorry, Purdy makes Purdy <laughs> makes that one play, drops it in the end, oh or my. Ayuk drops it in the end zone, right? And Ty is over here saying he's going to be the next Brady. <laughs> A lot of people were saying that actually is kind of ridiculous, but so I'm glad you brought um, up Brady. While well, we're still on the Joe Shiesty topic, <laughs> yeah. that guy right there, it, I think, is like the perfect emulation of Tom Brady. He's super calm, po- composed all the way through the season. That's why they call him Joey Cool. When it comes to the playoffs, he's a stone cold killer, and Patrick Mahomes got to watch out this week. I have a question though, C. Red. You did say Herbert might be the fourth best QB uh, from so that draft. So it's Herbert, or it's it's uh, Burrow, Hurts, and you're saying Tua. I was I was gonna say Burrow Tua. Or right, okay, Hurts is okay. I probably put right now, especially because it's hard, man. Right? Because we didn't Tua got those concussions, yeah, man. He sad. didn't finish out the whole season. Like, it's very sad. Like what what happened with him this season? Like, mm-hmm. um, 
I've, from the very beginning when we used to do this podcast when when these these guys were rookies, I always said that Burrow and Tua were my main guys that I like from this draft class, right? So as of right now, yes, I'll give it to Hertz. Hertz has looked incredible this year, um, and has been on the field longer more than Tua. So Burrow one, Hertz two, Tua three. And you guys know I love my list. Sherbert four. <laughs> is there is there any Raiders bias in that? I'm sure there's not. Nah, yes. No, nah, no bias. No, but there's inherently a Raiders Tua, bias. There's no bias. Tua, in my opinion, is a product of his offense. Like who's around him? He's got Tyreek, Jalen Waddle. I think that's a wide receiver core that's unmatched in terms of speed, in terms of everything. And their coach right now, Mike McDaniel. What's his name? Mike McDaniel. McDaniel. Yeah, Mike McDaniel is really good. Really good offensively, so I think yeah, Tua, the offense looks different. Tua, Tua. Tua looks a lot different than he used to. Yeah, with that offense. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's no bias, but <laughs> I, I do want to bring up this one thing about uh, the um, Joe Burrow being the king of the NFL, like going forward. And I don't think this is talked about enough, but the Patrick Mahomes new contract kicks in next year, I believe, and there he has two tackles, or there's two people on his two players on his offensive line that they will not be able to re-sign once that new deal kicks in. Orlando. We all know once, huh? Orlando Brown is he one of them? Is he on the I don't remember the names, but I do know it's going to impact like how his O line is protecting him. And we all know the whole Aaron Rodgers thing the last couple years, where the more the quarterback collects, the less they can spread around their offense to protect that quarterback and make him, you know, deep into the playoff. That's where I think Joe Burrow, like they're not going to have that problem for another couple years. I believe Mahomes is going to waddle his way, uh, waddle away. Oh, I can't even say it. <laughs> waddle around the field still. I think this is the last year if he has to win the, the Super Bowl this I year. I mean, there there is truth to that, that there, there was a window here for Patrick Mahomes. It was this year, and then you said it, the, the contract kicks in. So that is the fear uh, if you are a Chiefs fan, and then you kind of enter this, like, you will always be good, but you will never, like, like you said, it kind of is a perfect uh, comparison of, of Aaron Rodgers, where it is, like, the Packers are always going to be good because Aaron Rodgers is there. But then, and you're seeing it right now. Uh, I've seen it brought up on a couple shows. Like the Chiefs are this unstoppable force until, I mean, uh, yeah, like, like uh, you know, we we see it firsthand with the 49ers. I think, uh, I think you see it to some extent with the Eagles. Like, I, I think maybe the Eagles maybe a little more reliant on like a good quarterback play, but like these teams are not are built to withstand that loss. Whereas the the Chiefs are kind of like. It's Chad Henney or nothing if, if Mahomes gets hurt. Oh, best believe I have some Chad Henney cards on deck. But on So on that note about the Eagles, they're allowing the contract that Hurts has, that rookie deal, to go and get guys like A.J. Brown to really spice up that offense to get him deep into the playoffs. So now, or in, in the future, when they offer potentially, I think they will offer Hurts something big to keep him long term, oh, then they're going to have yeah. to deplete their offense, which is what Patrick Mahomes is going to start phasing into. Yeah, and that and that, uh, that obviously happens to every team eventually, right? This, this is what we're talking about. The, 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 these teams have to give up something every single year to keep their main quarterbacks, main stars, right? And, and that's why people give so much credit to the New England Patriots and, and Coach Belichick and Tom Brady. So if we're, if we're talking about any... If any of these quarterbacks can claim to be the next Tom Brady, you better be winning championships for the next decade. Doesn't matter what freaking team you have. Yeah. Right? And, the, the and that goes for Patty Mahomes. Right. That goes for Joe Burrow. Right. It goes for any of these guys because Brady was able to do it with a bunch of different pieces for like two decades, bro. LeBron is literally an example of that. 
he had guys like J.R. Smith, had guys like Timothy oh, yeah. Mozgov. Especially early in his career, he was able to carry You're with guys teams. who... Yeah. who Aren't really. I mean, you had Kyrie that one that one well, stretch. But they had Kyrie. Yeah, they had prime Kevin was, Love. Yeah. They, come on now, let's. I like where but they he going, had Bosh. He had but the early Cavs. But the early Cavs for sure was. Uh, yes. he was carrying them for sure. Garbage but, team uh, that Gibson, got in because of LeBron. Was he no doubt. NBA champ? Bowie Gibson. Yeah, Great player. <laughs> but ba- real quick, back to like uh, Patty Mahomes and and these and the Joe Burrow. So in terms of the hobby, right? Because we treat the hobby treats Patty Mahomes as if he is the next uh, Tom Brady already, right? And they and they've been treating him like that for the last three years already. So if they lose their offensive, and and you know, like if you look at the Chiefs, like you're right, they've always been good. Andy Reid's always been good, right? Like, but will are they? Do they have enough to win a championship? Patrick Mahomes better be winning some championships. With even if his if his line's not the same, if they don't have the same offensive firepower in terms of receivers and 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 running backs, you know what I mean. So we also got to talk about how beefed up the AFC really is. Like I think I truly believe down to my core that this is the last <clears throat> opportunity, the easiest opportunity that Patrick Mahomes has. I think he can make it again in the future if they revamp everything and go a little more defense heavy. But this is the, I think the the last window to lock him in to place as like the guy yeah and it's and it sucks because he has that for a chiefs fan that he has that high ankle sprain yeah, yeah. um that's that is tough you're, you're asking him to beat a team that he has a beat three games in a row now with a bad ankle with with a yeah with a bum ankle now he is beat, it back it, foot i uh, i think it's his front foot if i'm not mistaken is what it looks like when he was playing but regardless it's going to be a cloud that hangs over this game and it is going to be one of those like what if he was fully healthy no matter what happens here or it becomes like legendary status oh my god can you believe it after we after this whole run oh he was playing on something that needed surgery or something like that yeah uh you hope it's not that because then that's going to affect his entire career potentially and we don't want to see that we saw the whole thing the whole uh all of the discussion surrounding Lamar Jackson, uh, how oh he needed he basically put his health before uh, his long term health over a short term gain uh, by not playing in that first round. It was probably the wise decision. I don't think where it's that ex- the ex- to that extent here with Mahomes, but I don't know. I really don't know. I think he'd be out in the regular season, so you know, ho- hopefully he can he can you know look like himself next year. But I also think too about the coaching situation, like where Brady had Belichick forever, and that was his consistent coach for the entire decade or two decades. Two decades. Joe Burrow's probably gonna have Zach Taylor, a good, you know, yeah, coming seven, young, 10 together. Years. Yeah, it's true. How long is Andy Reid gonna be around Patrick Mahomes? I true. think that's an honest question. Well, that. that's now that kind of also like leads into maybe why Bienemy, Eric Bienemy, has n- not Stay. had a new job Ooh. anywhere. Like it feels like they've just been sort of leaving the seat. Andy Reid's leaving the seat warm for him at this He's point. He's gonna like, retire and start drawing mustaches on. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Commercial. It's a good commercial. But, you know, to be honest, <laughs> I've seen commercial. that commercial way too many times. That one and the BK commercial. No, don't even. No, so, uh, don't in, even. in my perfect world, Cody, this 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 graphic that you have in here, yes, Joe Burrow is the king of the NFL because yeah. he's going to beat Mahomes for the fourth time. It just, and he's going to go to the Super Bowl and either beat Jalen Hurts or beat Brock Purdy in the 49ers. And from a hobby perspective. Sitting on the top of the throne. I feel like, well, it's, you know, let's not get carried away. Uh, but from a hobby perspective, I feel like he is, the thing that is sort of separating is the MVP from Mahomes. Because if he ends up going to two Super Bowls in his first three years and winning one, he's essentially replicating the Mahomes uh, formula to yes. an extent, to yes. basically. Other than the MVP, but the number one pick part of it, I think, 
from a hobby perspective, is where it kind of evens out because there was always this hype with Joe Burrow, whereas Mahomes it had to build up. Whereas, so with Burrow, it's been like we've been waiting for this. Right. This is what we expect w- what, from what's this your, guy. What are, what are you guys' explanation on why? Like, I know you you kind of touched on it, but like, bro, like, why is Herbert selling for more than Burrow? The only thing I can why think is Herbert selling for more than Burrow? I, I, I maybe maybe think... he's a little bit flashier. Yeah, I get it. Like, flash is part of the game, but I think it's just what initial, has that boy done, dude? I think it's initial hype. Yes. It just hasn't come down. Since I think the first time. He's yeah. been "quote unquote" shown greatness. God. You know, like when, like last week, a lot of people in in our Facebook group was trolling me too, or like not trolling me, but they were saying, "Don't let don't let C Red talk about quarter, uh, NFL anymore and all this stuff." Like longtime listeners know, I troll the crap out of the AFC West. So <laughs> if you take anything I say seriously about the AFC West, there's something wrong with you. But um, you know, I give Mahomes his his props. Like he has he has proven himself like in terms of like winning the MVP his first full season and then winning the Super Bowl his second season. But like what like on Herbert like what the hell has Herbert done? I mean, he has looked good. He has. Um, now that playoff game is going to stick out like a sore thumb. I think things are going to even out this offseason for sure. Where I think you are going to see Burrow take the lead. But I think there is like Greg said. I think there's. It, it, this is such a common theme I think throughout the hobby it's that initial investment people don't want to they don't want to take the L no That's I get it pride. no Martin's see pride th- th- I was going to say that about last week too yeah. it's like I get it Mahomes is the hobby guy right now and, and like obviously as as people we're all in the hobby we want to protect like the guys that have the, the, the biggest names right because they're what keep the hobby going so I get it from that aspect and the same thing like pro- pro- people probably did invest a lot of in a lot of in Herbert but like so did people a lot of people invest in, in Burrow. Right. Like right now that's his where prices should be more than Herbert. They really should. Yeah. But it, they're not. That's where it is weird, because it's like it's not like it's it's not like it's a Mahomes case where it was like, oh, he was the tenth pick versus Herbert was the number one pick. It's like, no, this was the number it's the opposite. Yeah. Herbert was the low was the end of the you know, it, it was in within that top ten, but Burrow was number one and he was like the hot guy coming out of the draft. So it's very weird, but I, I think it will even out and we'll we'll see this come this weekend. But hey, let's shift over to the NBA. Uh yeah, well there's let's get some basketball talk. I feel like we haven't gotten into a lot of basketball talk. Oops. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hoops. Uh, at midseason NBA hobby roundup. Been a weird year, to say the least, in the NBA. Um, a lot. Of, like, the Western Conference is super st- – I mean, it's starting to separate, but super weird at the top. Like, teams you wouldn't expect. I got to shout them out right now. The most fun team in basketball. Never thought I'd be saying this. The Sacramento Kings. Oh, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're the most fun right team now. in basketball. Without Bro. without question. Light the beam. That's Light all the I hear Sacramento <laughs> Queens. Oh, come on. My boy we Kevin Herter. Let's not the playoffs yet. That'll, that'll come out later. Look, look. I know that they're technically a NorCal rival with the Warriors, but like... I'll never I say I don't have anything positive to say about the Sacramento No, games. I can't be mad. I'm sorry. Maybe this is me being a bad Warriors fan, but like I'm not mad at all. Like good for them. It's I'm glad to they're having the little fun. brother. I feel like they're going to get bounced out in the first round. I, mean, I feel they like might. they're not even going to make the playoffs by the time we get to the pl- playoffs. That's also very true. It's uh, cuz now the Warriors are going to start taking things seriously. Right. Uh, as we What? They're they're <laughs> tied for like 10th right now, right? Yeah, something yeah, there? something like that. I mean, it's a really, really like the bottom I, half of the Western Conference is basically separated by like the the fourth spot and the 10th spot is separated by like four yeah. games right now. I hate to say it, man, but Kings, great, great you're right, great for them. They're they're having uh, they're a fun team to watch right now and they're winning games. But they're they're one of those franchises where 
you just forever you just shake your head at the their drafts and the decisions they yeah. make and and is is one of those like even if you want to root for, and if you're a Sacramento Kings fan I'm sorry um <laughs> but if you want to root for them like you know that like just like a Raider fan the 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 end is coming eventually okay so you're gonna say like boy this is a hell of a leap to take but i think that there's a lot of parallels because you're right there have been so many things this franchise has done that have fallen flat on their face basically for the last 20 years since the c-web and Peja era there's nothing has gone right for this when for the this kings franchise. got screwed by the refs yeah yeah exactly where it all that was it that was the close the door on that era that and was it what felt like the franchise history. even the nba didn't want them to win no <laughs> no i mean there, there was been talk of them moving to vegas and all these things and you know they stayed and uh, uh what i was gonna say was i think there are parallels to be made about the sabonis and Halliburton trade to the Warriors Bogut for Monte Ellis not not directly the players involved in all that but like a it was a controversial trade that caused a stir among the fan base and it was all the feeling of like oh god here we go again are you kidding me we finally have a great young player and we're trading him yes a bonus is great but like what are we doing and how that really lit a fire to them completely changed the dynamic of that team so bonus is a perfect fit for that team it's also working out really well for indiana as well but i feel like there is there's kind of a feeling of like okay this team like the rest of the team kind of got together and was like they believe in us we got an all-star they figured it out the keegan murray's been great for them so i i don't know i think this can last i really do I really like that comparison because I think it's, I mean, as, as a standard fan or just a common fan, we don't really know what's going on with the front office or where they're actually trying to take the team. So I think that's a, that actually, because, yeah, the trade worked out really well for both parties. I think we're going to have to determine if it actually went well, if they make the playoffs and they do something sure. good. But right now, both the Pacers and the Kings are both in line, I believe, as of today for the playoffs, if, if not. Pacers are uh, pretty low, though. Yeah, they are. They are. But, I mean, they've got positive momentum with that team and a great young core, which I think we should talk about. Uh, I said it before we started recording. Uh, I got some grumbles. I think, I mean, and again, it's tough because from a hobby, from a collector's perspective, there's not a lot of 22, 23 products out there yet, but I think that when we start to get a uh, a consistent flow release of these products, uh, I think we're going to find that the 22, 23 rookie class, people are going to be more excited about them than the 21, 22 rookie class i think there's just more to chew on here uh paolo benedict matherin uh there's chet who hasn't even played but like he's a big name so many other guys too Jaden ivy uh who hasn't even filled his full potential with Cade out i I think think there's a lot here really bro i'm I'm not gonna fight you that 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 if you think that this draft class is better than the previous i think there's a there's a couple things you have to take into account though we've been in terms of the hobby We've been on this Cade Cunningham rookie class for going on two years now. Right. So maybe there's a little fatigue. On there's my part, there's frankly. some fatigue there yeah. in terms of the hobby because you know products were spaced out a lot for the for this Cade Cunningham rookie year, and um, you know like all those guys you mentioned, yeah, they're great young players, especially Paolo. Like, not every rookie class will you have a guy and come out and put up the numbers that Paolo is doing his first 
few months in the league. Like it just doesn't happen very often, right? Um, but if you if you really look back at that Cade Cunningham rookie year, there was handful of guys as well that we were all excited about for for a long time. Um, it's just like I think there is some fatigue now with, and then we're getting to the end here. We got we got one more Cade Cunningham product coming next month, which is flawless, which signifies the end uh, finally of the product. You know, for that for that rookie class, and yeah, like these twenty two twenty three products can't come any sooner. So I'm not gonna fight you. I just think um, if you really look into it, like it right now i the feeling my feeling is that and maybe because we've also seen you've seen guys in their second year third year now on this on this draft class and you're like you know they maybe they weren't as good as they were in their rookie seasons that might be it too but in terms of like when we were in it in it and um i think the 20 it it, it remains to be seen i i actually agree with cody i think i mean there's a little bit of a gray area with uh kate cunningham right now because he is injured i do believe that jalen green's a little bit overhyped he does score a lot of points but he is pure offense yeah yeah pure offense he needs to get another dimension to his game for sure i mean also you have guys like jonathan kaminga he's a big question mark for the warriors josh giddy's getting overshadowed by shea gilgis so there's a lot of players that we were initially very hyped on that I think are starting to simmer down a little bit now that we Which have. always happens when the new yeah. draft comes draft class comes out. Yeah. Right? It's like like I said, like now we're seeing them in their second year and then people can start analyzing them more. Whereas the new rookie class, you're like you're so impressed with what they're doing as rookies, right? Same thing we were so impressed with Giddy and all these guys when they were rookies. Right. Right. So I, I get it from that perspective. But like you just named a bunch of guys that I wasn't even thinking of. That makes the twenty, dude. Then you got Jalen Suggs it's and Franz a, Wagner. Look, then you got the main five rookies, dude. That twenty one twenty two is a deep class, bro. Uh, no, don't I get me wrong. Twenty one twenty two is a deep rounder. class, bro. We still haven't brought up the rookie of the year, Scotty Barnes. Yeah. yeah, don't get me wrong. I I, I was I was <laughs> like championing that the twenty one twenty two rookie class for a while, saying I think it's really underrated. I think there's a lot of depth here. I think it's one of those that five years down the road we're going to look back. I think and you go, said that last year, but yeah. Um, now, but I think the difference with this year is simply nobody in the last year's class to me is this is at the level of a Paolo to me, or even a Benedict Matherin, who I think has been incredibly impressive with the Pacers. I think there's uh, a handful of guys that were as good right. as Benedict. Well, no, 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 but I'm saying the pairing the two of them together to me, I think your top two is is better than the top two from last year, and I think number one is a big reason why. Paolo, Paolo is, is a guy who I think is going to be a massive chase. The, I mean, it's it's already starting, but like, there, there's no one, I think, to compare from last year's class. From yeah, and it's, all, it's so fun to watch that Magic team. I talked about it on the stream all the time. They're I I don't know what they're building over there. I think they're building the Monstars. Is what we were oh. joking on because <laughs> the their front court is literally Bobo, Paolo, and um and freaking um they and Wagner. Got, yeah, they just got back Jonathan Isaac too, who his prices started going up. Yeah, he goes off the Wendell Carter points. is a, is another big that lots they have. Lots of young guys from twenty eighteen on. Not only that, lots of young guys. They're they're tall, dude. Mm-hmm. Franz Wagner himself is like a guard, small forward for them, right? And he's like six eight himself. So like the the smallest guy they have on the court at all times is like their point guard, or Jalen Suggs. I think he's like six six. He might be six six. And and Fultz has been playing pretty well as well. <laughs> so we're finally seeing a potential with. But Marco yeah, Paolo Paolo is very impressive. Very impressive. Like fun to watch. He put he puts up the numbers. He reminds me too much of Anthony Davis. I just he just doesn't move the needle. Anthony Davis. 
I don't know where that came from. Yeah, he reminds me too much, much of Anthony Davis, which, which is not doesn't a bad thing. move the needle. I just want to isolate that. <laughs> yeah, real yeah, quick. yeah. No, I, 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 I was gonna say <laughs> it's not a bad thing. I, I'll take that comparison. All right, first of all, absolutely. Davis, but not move the needle. I don't know because Anthony Davis, like, he was a he was a darling of the hobby in his first few years man, too because he because he was man. putting up numbers as as a as a young as a young player. He still is when yeah. he's on the court. The yeah, only thing he's is on. he's not always healthy. Yeah, health, health. Now 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 you can look at it and like be like, there's a lot of question marks now because he's not fully healthy in a lot of seasons, which he he did have a lot of health issues too when he was younger. He he didn't stay on the court as much as you would like, but man, he was impressive as a young player. And he's still impressive now as 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 a veteran in the game, but he just gets. Do you still feel that in the hobby? Like, do you still feel like everyone's still impressed by him or the I career say, that he's done? I would say impressive? that the the feeling that I got in the, in 2012 when he first got drafted is the same feeling. I'm still impressed with how he turned out. Like, not every first round pick turns out the same. Yeah, right. And Anthony Davis has produced, and he's a eight time All Star, four time All NBA first team. You know he's done what yeah, he's, he's got, got a lot do. of accolades. Got yeah. a lot of accolades. Yeah, you've, I mean, we just if we just go, I'm not going to, but if you just look at the top, the number one pick in the last ten years, like Anthony Davis is one of the better fir- first um, first picks. Another Anthony didn't turn out well. Anthony Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> Don't yeah. talk about that. Uh, G- Anthony Wiggins. There's just still so much. Anthony Bonchero. The next one. <laughs> I just Apparently. still think around the hobby, there's so much love for guys who dominate like the sports media that we always see in our daily lives, and they that the guys that provide the flash. And Paolo's doing that right now because he's young and agile and has the ability to. But I really think like Ben Matherin is just the 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 next coming of Ja Morant. Like I think I the think numbers are exactly of... there where Ja was at this point halfway through his rookie season. The the question mark on Benedict is his is his IQ as high as high as John Morant, yeah. because if you ask like uh, if you watch any basketball content, you probably know, um, and a lot of like smarter NBA players have said the smartest person that they've played against as in terms of the young guys is John Morant. So if Benedict Matherin in terms of athleticism and and numbers it might be similar, but is he as smart as John Morant is the, is going to be the question moving. Like you know, a year from now, and I and I hate to be so shallow here, but also like, uh, it is almost like a running joke with NBA. It's like Pacers when it comes to collecting. <laughs> yeah, does anybody? Who's care? the greatest Pacer of all time? Right, exactly. Isaiah Jackson, <laughs> David West, Grant Hill, yeah, Stack Paul George. Jack. Yeah, Paul of course. George, his rookie's a is on, Reggie um, Miller. Sorry, Reggie Miller, that's a good one. <laughs> but that's, but uh, I guess, yeah, like I said, it's it, maybe that's the old way of thinking. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter anymore. But that is a thing that just keeps holding me back in my mind of like, yeah, but if he was doing this in like, oh, I don't know, New York, if he's doing this for the Knicks or he's doing this for hell, even like the Clippers. Like, I mean, I, was there anyone that was highly collectible from Memphis before Jaw? That's true. That's a, I mean, and that's a great point is that Memphis was not a basketball destination. It had some great years. I mean, uh, the, I think about the early 2010s with like exactly. Zebo and all that. Yeah. So there was, there was years, but there was never a star that you could hang your hat on, especially in this world, that you could be like, oh, yeah, it doesn't matter that they're a grizzly. Like, they are highly collectible. Everybody wants them. They're, they're, they're a hobby star. So, it, it, yeah, it just takes one guy to change the narrative. But uh, this, real quick, uh, it looks like 
I, I kind of wanted to bring this up, get your guys' feeling. Uh, kind of alluded to it when you're talking about Anthony Davis. Big men in the hobby, it's always kind of a thing that it, it, it's, it's, it's like every other position other than QB in, the, in football, pitchers in baseball, big men, centers especially in basketball, just don't tend to sell as well. Nope. But nope, nope, nope. Jokic is en route to his third straight MVP, potentially. Um, he's kind of a unicorn. His value is way up there now, as yeah. it should be. Um, he's an expensive guy. He's very, yeah. He definitely is. He's definitely pricey. Uh, I think I just saw it. And I think he has. He was a unique position. He was a unique thing because he was drafted earlier. So his, like, rookie, rookie cards in 2015, it wasn't even really his rookie. They were his rookie cards, but that wasn't the year that he actually got drafted. He was right. a Eurostash. Yeah. 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 So, and so he doesn't, he's not in a lot of, as many products as some of the other rookies that year either, right? Yeah. In terms of, like, again, like, when you, I think you're going to bring up Devin Booker. Yeah, his, Booker, his dra- who his was. His draft yeah. mate, quotation marks. Right. Which is not really his draft mate. Right. Exactly. <laughs> who, his stuff still sells very well, despite the fact that I think, you know, I don't think he's made nearly as much noise this year. The Suns haven't made nearly as much noise. He sells better than you know Joel Embiid. Probably I don't know what Anthony Davis's numbers are right now. Um, they're but, probably down now. Yeah, they're probably down. I would I would suspect. I don't know if they're lower than Booker. But should we be readjusting based off of Jokic or is it Jokic? Like you said, there's all of these really unique factors for Jokic, where like it's really scarce. He could be winning a third straight MVP, which is just unheard of, especially for a guy like him. Uh, should we readjust, or is it like, nah, he's he's a, he is a one in a million. He's the exception. I oh, go ahead. Uh, I think that it attributes to the excitement of how they play. So Devin Booker, obviously, he's handling the ball a lot more than a guy like on his team, like De- a DeAndre Ayton, who was a former number sure. one pick. And so, the thing too with Jokic is he is handling the ball a lot exactly. more than a guy like they run the it, offense it, through him a lot. Yeah, exactly. I think we might see that narrative change a little bit once Webb and Yama comes into the picture. A guy who's going to command the ball and can basically do anything that a guard. He's can do. like a he's like a, a supposedly I don't know because I don't know too much about him that much, but he's like a Kevin Durant center. No, yeah, Jeez. he's like seven five or something. So if he's a Kevin Durant center, that's horrible. You're talking about the unicorns of all unicorns. <laughs> if he can, if he can, if they can run his off their offense, whoever drafts him, if they can run their offense through him and he's bringing the ball up the court, that like that would just blow people's minds. What do you even call that? That's not small ball. <laughs> Tall ball. <laughs> it's tall ball. <laughs> like, what? what is he? He's like 7'5", seven, five? Seven, five, I think. Something crazy. Yeah. Something outrageous. Jesus, Lord. So back to your question, <laughs> is 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 this a one-off with Jokic when um, centers generally don't sell well? I, I kind of get that feeling. I also feel like the international part play, plays some of it. You know what I mean? I can see him long-term being as revered as like a Dirk Nowitzki. Right, because Dirk Nowitzki has a lot of hobby love. Yeah, he does. His autos, in terms of vets' autos, still sell for a bunch compared to other veterans, right? And um, yeah, and if he if he keeps adding to his you know to his stats, like if he gets another MVP, if he can win the, cha- I don't know if they're ever going to win a championship with the Warriors in the in, in the West. You know what I'm saying? Um, they're number one it's right on, now. It's on Steph Curry still playing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know, if, but if he can add a bunch of these things, because he's gonna have a long career. Like he's still at the pretty much the beginning of his career, or maybe like the mid. Like he's in his prime right now. He's right? definitely in his prime. Yeah. Um, but he, you, could, you can imagine him playing for another ten years. So there's a lot more he can accomplish if he can add to his accomplishment. Is what I was trying to say. Then he could definitely um, shatter everything. 
everything we perceive in the hobby of what we look at centers as. But like you said, Webin Yamas might might do that next year anyway. So and even Chet, Chet, we haven't seen Chet. Yep, we have not He's seen. He's seven two and can shoot the lights out supposedly. And, and the, the other thing about big men, part of the reason I think, and is baked in. Is that because they're big, they get injured a lot, right? Yep. So they're like, it's like, why am I going to invest in a guy that I know is not going to be there like half the time, right? So that's the that's the that's the scary part about Chet. That's the scary part about any big man, Anthony Davis, right? Going mm-hmm. back to Anthony Davis, that's going to be the scary part of Webinyama. Can he stay healthy? Any big man, Yao Ming had a great career, but he was only in the NBA for a few years, man. Yeah, that's true. You know I think I mean? um, Embiid is starting to show that he can stay healthy. He's like the one. Finally, because he, he, he yeah. went backwards because at his first three years, he was injured the entire time, mm-hmm. which was scary. You're like, yeah. dude, this guy might never really have a full career. Yeah. And this is what we're thinking about Zion Williamson right now. Right. right. Like that that's he, a good point. Yeah. That's, that's a real so good Zion Williamson is like, damn, dude, is he ever going to. And you, you hope for the best for these kids. But like when you're and, and it's not even like Zion Williamson's huge, but he's huge in that he's huge for his height. You know what I mean? Like it's not necessarily the same. Like he's like, yeah. Some years he's probably bigger than others, but he's been in great shape this when he's to start this year. But he still got injured. I also think I could be reaching a little bit here, but I think that when the Warriors introduced small ball, it definitely attracted a lot more excitement to the the two three guards who. Oh, are for sure. More. Yeah, it's like a perfect marriage of like this like basketball card collecting exploding in the way it did in the last 10 years with what's the what's the style of basketball that became the most prominent it's that you know it was like because yeah in the 90s like Shaq's cards were all were all the rage like people were collecting Shaq like crazy I was just gonna ask you guys do you think if Shaq was a rookie nowadays and he had all the different products come out of him like would he would he be like highly sought after Damn, that's a good question. Because <laughs> he's not a shooting, he's not a shooting center I either. I think he but, would, but he's so dominating. I think he yeah, would. I think he would. I, I think. I mean, I just I, whenever I, I, I think of Shaq, I think of broken backboards. Yeah, and like I think that alone would excite me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's all about shock factor and excitement around like the media. And Shaq was one that loved the media. And it's not like Shaq wasn't a good player. He was a great player. No, he's incredible. He was incredible. Yeah, there, I mean, the, like you think about it, there really is no other center you can point to that, that is similar to Shaq at all. Yeah, I think that's, you know, and I think I would go to uh, the guy who played right alongside him all those years who had a, you know, better career probably if you're ranking the top two centers of that era. It's him and Duncan. And Duncan just is not nearly as exciting a guy when it comes to, I, I you know, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but if you're collecting. You're correct. Yeah, d- no one's. No one's as excited to collect Duncan as maybe like if you get some huge Shaq card where it's like Shaq because also Shaq transcends basketball too where like yeah. in the nineties like a it superstar. was right oh. he was a superstar like I knew Shaq not I first knew Shaq from movies <laughs> that's how I from, yeah. yes yeah. I I was like oh yeah. he's a guy he's a really big dude in like what was it Steel Kazam yeah and I was like genie movie that's yes right. that's right yes and I was and then it's like oh and he plays basketball <laughs> oh okay yeah. that explains it yeah, so right. there's there's no one quite like that where yeah. that that kind of puts him on a different level but I'm glad you compared up or brought up Tim Duncan to compare because like I as I mean statistically Duncan probably had better years that were better than Shaq but when it comes to collecting in the hobby it's still like those 
those popular names that are always around, and Shaq dominated that part. But Tim Duncan was Mr. Fundamental. Mr. Fundamentals. Hey, Fundamentals. Uh, yeah, he was a superstar yeah. on the court, just not a superstar in like life. He yeah. wasn't polarizing in the media like yeah. Shaq was. It's still like, even though he's like been coaching and stuff, still seeing like Tim Duncan courtside. It's like. You know, uh, looks sad. Yeah, well, <laughs> just in general, just I'm like, oh my God, it's Tim Duncan. It's you know, it's it's like a rare, you know, seeing a rare bird or something. Like, it's like <laughs> wow, he's out. Wow, it's Duncan. Oh my God. That, that's why. Yeah, I mean, I mean, us as basketball collectors, we would love. He actually would be super sought after if he, if he just signed, but he doesn't sign anything. That's true. That is also true. He doesn't do that. It's so because he's rare. He that's why he's sought after. You know, that's why we would love it. But yeah. Good point. Good point. All right. Well, let's uh, round things out. Let's stick with basketball. It's a fan favorite, and uh, it's our first time. Greg and Ty are are being indoctrinated, are being uh, broken in, whatever you want to call it, indoctrinated. Uh, it's time for guess that prize. For this <laughs> and guess who the champion is in the building? Yes. Two times in a row, I won one. Actually, you guys did one when I wasn't here, so that doesn't count, dude. That's right. Uh, all right, let's let's start oh. things off. Oh, my head's already starting to hurt. <laughs> Our first guess that price depends on when this sold. So uh, a lot of these a lot of these did sell pretty recently. I try to keep it pretty recent. Guys who have the theme is NBA stars who have been some of the bigger names this season, whether it be good or bad. Uh, so here we go. First up, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, huge game, huge season. So, huge game early this year. Huge season <laughs> for ice. the Cavs. This is a 17, 18 contenders cracked ice rookie ticket on card auto, number to 25, PSA 10. Beautiful card. This sold back on January 12th. So, after he had his big game. After the big game. That's something yes, to keep yes, in sir, mind. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. After the big game. I told y'all I don't like this high end. I'm, that's yes, not my sir. wheelhouse. Yes, sir. Contenders, <laughs> crack dice, number yes, to 25, 1718, rookie Donovan Mitchell auto. Sold January 12th, had 46 bids on mm-hmm. eBay. 46 bids. Okay, okay, okay. I, know, I think I know I'm going with this. All right. I, know, I feel like okay. I'm low. You go first. Should the champion go first? All right. I think so. I think we should start with the champ. First is the worst. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to adjust real quick. 15K. Oh, I'm be off. Oh, I know. Dude, that's what I thought. Like, oh, no. Hey. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Uh, we'll just go. Ty, you're next. Clockwise. Uh, 2800 That's wrong. $2,800. All right. percent wrong. I'm he go- might be closer, though. But I'm right. going with 115 Eleven thousand five hundred dollars. I think Greg might have got this one. Uh, let me do the. Quick you know my math. original bid was eleven k. My original. But was, I wanted to go higher. My original was sixty seven fifty. All right. Let me let I me do the, the the quick math. It was here. either going to be over five figures or in the middle. Is what I was thinking. Yeah. I, my original bid was eleven k. I should have just stuck with my gut. I probably five figures. All right. Well, let me Holy let me one second. It must be close between somebody. All right, but if six, if I'm closer, if you say sixty-seven or seven thousand, we can count that towards me, right? I get two guesses. Carry the one. I am not a math major. Actual price: eight thousand two hundred and twenty-five dollars and twenty-five cents. Greg gets. I, I would have won it anyways if I put sixty-seven. No, Greg gets it by uh, actually. Yeah. Uh, Ty was second. I would have won. C-Rad was third on that one. 
But I mean, I mean, twenty eight is. I mean, he was closer. Closer. But I was way off. But it was low. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't count it. I was way off. If we were doing prices right rules, it. if we were doing <laughs> prices right, like almost sixty seven fifty, that would have made me sound even closer. If this was prices right rules, and my original bid of eleven k is actually closer to eight k too. You think there's more That's room to go close? higher? No. Is there room to go up on that? I don't that? think so. No, I don't think so. You know what? Unless, you know, he, becomes, unless he wins the title. Yeah. Part, part, of, the, the, part of this price is also, this is the first year that they did contenders for basketball. And it's a, it's a super point. iconic set. Good point. Is that a, that's got to be a pop one. I don't think there's any that got, there's probably not any that got auto grade, dual graded too. Yeah, that's definitely a pop one. Yeah, that's, that's a good call. One. All right, next up. Yes, there we go. All oh, right. No. Jalen Brown having a great year. Him and Jason Tatum are because That looks like Doug and Dan's card. It might be, actually. I, it if might I recall, be. If I recall their patch, <laughs> it looks exactly like that. Uh, hopefully not an advantage here for C-Rev, but that is Jalen Brown. It is a 2016-2017 NTRPA 89 out of 99 Jalen Brown. It's a BGS 9. It mm. sold on Christmas Eve for mm. a buy-it-now price. Buy-it-now. Huh? Christmas Eve of last year okay. uh, or 2022. Okay. Jalen Brown, uh, him and Jason Tatum kind of becoming uh, Splash Brothers East. Yeah, How many is that a bold statement? Yeah. I. It's weird because like yeah, they both dominate and they they're on the same team. Yeah, they're both been great. All right. And the uh, knock on Jalen was always like his offense is or Jason's not or Jalen's not as good. His offense is not as good as Jalen's. Yep. But his. It's like it's like one they're A, almost one B, dude. Yep. They're they're almost hand in hand now. I Obviously, know Tatum is still the more overall yeah. impressive player, but Jalen's right there. It he's is. definitely made up a lot of ground. It, right. it really does um, remind me of the maturation of Clay. I, I guess Greg will go first. Yeah, like Greg will friends. go first. Man, I'm going to take a shot in the dark. Let's go with fifteen thousand eight hundred. Fifteen K. Fifteen eight hundred. Would I even be close? See, Red. All right, I am going to go. Uh, I'm going to go. Seventeen eight. My goodness, <laughs> I feel so off right now. <laughs> Remember, this is their most sought after rookie card. It is. I know. It is. It I is also a like BGS nine. <laughs> it is a which BGS nine. This is a really good really grade. It is a great grade. I, I almost think, but I'm it ain't a ten. Low, so. I thought I was but it was. But it ain't a ten, and it ain't a nine point five. I didn't know if that was justifiable. Dang. It's not a nine point five or a ten. Just saying. I have. I have 9,200 and down. But let's just let's just go with that. Is it 19,000? We gave you hella What are we going with? Come on. Oh, 92. 9,200. The one I wrote down. Nice. 9,200. Actual price. Guess who's on the board? It's Ty. $5,999.99. Yeah, five th- six thousand basically. I would have. I know. I think it's eight. <laughs> I think it's low. What? Wait, what? How That's much? six thousand dollars. Oh, I thought you said nine thousand. No, no, no. Five thousand nine hundred ninety-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents. Dude, I sixty-five. Now Christmas Eve. Dang it sold Christmas Eve of 2022. No, there's no way, dude. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you the numbers. I'm just telling you the numbers. RPA is probably like hundred grand or something. I would say it's like sixty-five thousand. I'm just telling you. I look. Yeah, can I don't you, can you look? I don't, have don't, phone, don't kill the messenger here. Yeah, can you? Uh, this game just got Mr. a lot more messenger, fun. Let's, can let's, you, uh, let's look it up afterwards. Let's look it up afterwards. Mr. Messenger. <laughs> I'm telling you, like there's something. I don't wrong think with I misread it. Maybe, maybe it was six thousand dollars. What auction house was this? This was eBay. Dude, wow. Six thousand dollars. Let's go. Maybe, I think you look. meant to say sixteen thousand. Yeah, I would have been two hundred off. Look, maybe it's fifty-nine thousand dollars, but for now, ties on the board. 
Pa- okay, ties on the board. Guess is gonna be sixty-five hundred. Let's go. All right. But next. Next up, this is will be a fun one. Hey, we were just talking about this guy. We were talking about their logo team. Non-auto. De'Aaron Fox. It's non-auto, but it is the logo man. It is the rookie. Logo and it is man. the rookie logo man, indeed. Seventeen, eighteen, NT. Yep, one out of five. De'Aaron Fox. eBay one of one. That's what I was gonna say. One of one. eBay one of one at the front of it. eBay one of one. All right. Uh, BGS 9.5. This sold January 4th of this year. 34 bids on this baby. 34 bids. So this is before they smacked the non-Jaw Grizzlies. Non-auto, one of five, De'Aaron Fox rookie logo. Man, BGS 9.5. Light the beam. Who's going to light this beam? All right. Um, Ty, you go first because you won the last one. All right. Uh, 32k is my guess. Thirty-two thousand dollars. Okay, now I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> no, you no, keep no. your answer. You're keeping your answer. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> All right, go, go hey, ahead. you know what? I'm speaking from experience. Uh, the first time I played Guess That Price, I was like all over the map. <laughs> it's all good. I'm gonna go with thirty-one hundred bucks. Okay, thirty-one hundred for fifty. Five. My original was actually twenty one hundred, but I think that's a little too low. That's, so. That sounds very low for no, but thirty one. But it's Wait, out of five. Is it a, it's not is a, it a rookie logo, man. It is the rookie. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's. But, but it's, it's the rookie. Five. That's the only reason why I don't think nice it's grade, that value. Uh, yeah, it it's is. a nine point five. It's fifty five hundred, man. It's a min. All right. Just give me my first dub. Fifty. <laughs> uh, actual price. Tell me it's in the threes. $3,800. Wait, really? No, I did. Oh, oh, that's great. <laughs> I didn't even need to do the math on that one. That one's Greg. That's Greg. So that means if Greg can get one more. Which you know I'm about to. He's going to yeah. be the Is champion. Champ sweating? No. <laughs> Champ's not sweating. No. You, 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 don't, you, you haven't seen how many times I've come back from the that's brink. True. That's true. Or the times when I was leading handedly and then would just lose the last three. That's true. That's true. Wait, but you only got two more, or you got like a? We got two more. We got, got two more. You have a tiebreaker just in case. Uh, I'll figure that out. Okay, <laughs> don't worry about it. All right, don't worry about you it. Gotta be you got to be confident. Yeah, yeah. Tiebreaker. Yeah, yeah, you don't need a tiebreaker because no, I'm gonna here let you them go. Win. I'm gonna let them win the next two. Here's right. your next one. I gotta channel my expertise on this one. Kawhi oh. Leonard. Oh God, Greg, I think knows this one. Silver, pretty uh, easily. I, Prism. I don't. I don't know. Twelve. I haven't looked at 2013. That's uh. Twelve. First year Prism here. Twelve thirteen. Yeah, that's first year. This is first year Prism. It's not a rookie Kawhi, but it is a first-year Prism. Although, right, no, it's not a rookie Kawhi. Uh, Twelve, thirteen Prism Silver Kawhi Leonard PSA ten. This sold on December nineteenth. It had forty-four bids. Weird year for the Clippers. Uh, had a big win against the Lakers though the other night. Oh my god, dude, my brain is hurting over this. Greg needs one. Greg, to go ahead. Win. You won. And again, uh, first-year Prism guys. Twenty-twelve Prism. Silvers have gone down a lot since the peak, so I'm gonna say twenty three fifty. Okay. I'm going eighteen fifty, my friend. And I'm gonna lowball you all seventeen hundred. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. I this one shocked me. We have a winner? I don't I don't I don't get it. Again, do not kill the messenger here. It's low. Twenty dude. bucks. It's like it's, it's like eleven hundred, huh? It's probably like seven hundred. It's five hundred. It's actually higher than you think. Oh, and so we I won. and we do have a winner. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> actual price after forty-four bids, 
$4,494. you was only putting what I was willing to You only won because you were like, <laughs> you had the highest, but you weren't even close either. That wasn't close. Yeah. But that's as much as I'd be willing to pay for Kawhi. Is there room to go higher on that too? Can we do the Can we do the fifth one? I just of course. Uh, yeah, we're going to do the fifth one, but there you go. Greg is the winner. Congrats to Greg. Thank you. Can I get some like... Rookie of the year right there. That's Gets that. Thank you. Thank All right. You. Thank you. Uh, boy, C-Red's got to get on the board. I feel, like, I feel like I was close with a lot of these though. You were. You were actually like second on almost every single one, yeah. <laughs> other than one. Freaking rip! Well, when you bring in the experts, what do you expect? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the exactly. Thirty-one. I I saved this one for last. I thought it would be the most interesting, considering the year he's had. That's oh Pascal God. Siakam. Pascal Siakam, 2016 Prism, uh, rookie auto. 1617 Prism rookie auto. Pascal Siakam PSA 10 sold on December 21st. Let's for, get one thing straight too. Like, the best I won the last two. Um, guess that price, but yeah. I lost the the first 50 of those. This is my you know, debut. I'm, I'm not good at. I'm not this is my good debut at though. <laughs> This is like, a long I won way to the debut. last two, but I literally lost like I must have lost like fifteen. Oh, let's get this going. Oh, now your confidence just, goes. Suddenly you're like, well, now wait a minute. Caveat here. I'm hey, not good at this. Hey, you guys know if you listen to this podcast. <laughs> All right, Sierra is not good at this game. <laughs> All right, PSA ten. This card is going for six twenty five. PSA ten. Pascal Siakam, rookie. YG off the bat six twenty five. I'm they going, started I'm writing going, their I'm numbers going, after. I'm what going is this? One k. One thousand. I don't even want to say it. I'm so embarrassed. 2,200. Okay. He's had a good year. Okay, so the only reason why I said that was because I haven't seen a lot of Siakam. I don't don't know. They're not out there that And And he's a four, right? He's a four. He had a big game, I believe, against uh, – was at the Garden this year. My guess is auto raw is around like 100, 150, so I'm guessing a PSA 10 would be like 600. Actual actual price. Quick conversion. (laughs) Come on. Uh, This is also American dollars. It's sold in Australia, but actual price. You know. It's it's the same. $702. Good Lord. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, it was what? Nearly a sweep. 2200, right? That's what it was. I did say say this guy keeps up the prices more than all of us. But I haven't, I don't look at Siakam's prices. Um, My guess just off face value is that the card is worth 150. You you, you do some actual thinking when it comes to like these prices. I'm just like. Yeah, but when I, when I buy, when I, when I go to shows, I don't, I don't look at my phone. I, I just. No, I'm just saying like right there, you just said that. What the raw card you think would go for would translating to a PSA ten like, like you know that kind of stuff because you deal with a lot of like graded cards and raw yeah. cards. Like I, look, know, is man. that his excuse though? Look, yeah, man, you're coming excuse. in here using strategy. Yeah, like what is that? Knowledge. Is strategy. It's not allowed. Okay? That was almost a sweep, but he let Ty win one. I don't know. I, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nearly a sweet. Can we do another one? I, this is fun. We can uh, keep going. Hey, well, you know what? You can next time on oh, the show. Man. I know. I gotta. I gotta still cook up another. Damn it! I can't a, believe I lost my championship. Absolutely, and, and shut out. <laughs> Full shut out. On I'm basketball. Sorry, I'm sorry. I don't know. No, I don't know on, what I'm talking about with football and I, basketball. I tried to play to your strengths here, <laughs> and you still went over. Again, I was close though. You were close. That's there true. was one where I, where we were all off. That shouldn't have counted, but well, we'll count it because again, you know. we'll we'll take a look at that Jalen Brown. I'll I'll, I'll have to go like back seven hundred and my thousand dollar guess wasn't that crazy. No, it wasn't. Yeah, I'll I actually to, thought you were going to be the closest with the Jalen Brown. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to go back to the replay booth on the Jalen Brown uh, to see if yeah, uh, that, maybe d- that was a mistake. Hold on, bro. Yeah, we got. That I'm might change. Like, wait, no, you would have. It wouldn't change. No, that was the one that Taiwan though. Yeah, I know yes. about Jalen Brown. This is this would be Not like worthy, that Jamar maybe. that Jamar Chase <laughs> touchdown <laughs> against the Bills, where it was like yeah, it didn't really like, matter that it wasn't oh, no. a touchdown. Yeah. 
So, yeah. Uh, well, congrats, guys. Congrats to Greg on, on winning that. Thank and you. Uh, you. if you guys like that, again, make sure to check out Tai G, the Tai G show. It's coming soon to Twitch. Thank you guys for, for pinch hitting for Doug and Dan today. Really appreciate you guys coming on. Uh, so make sure to check that out on Twitch. And of course, make sure to go on MojoBreak.com. Full slate of breaks. We got all the latest releases, guys. Illusions, Mosaic, all of that, and much, much more available on MojoBreak.com. We've got our second feed, MojoBreak Media. We've been breaking Mojo Inferno basketball. Insane buyback that we've had so far kd autos uh we've had there's lebron still in there there's been steph curry autos we pulled incredible yeah you gotta save some for me and sierra i know i know and um go eagles Okay. Whoa. What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, fighting words fly, right as we're about fly. to sign what? off. Right, fighting words right as we're about to sign bang, off. Bang, bang, eagle gang. Okay. What? All right. Not allowed to eat cheesesteaks uh, until after the game. So uh, Cheesesteaks for everybody one. after Sunday. <laughs> that's been a tough one. I'll if, buy one for everybody look, in, this, in this office. <laughs> if the Niners win, I will absolutely go down to the cheesesteak shop and grab me, myself something with Wiz. Oh, man. Can't Ooh, wait. Sounds good. Oh, yeah. Wit Wiz. So good. <laughs> Can't have it any other way. Except for this week. Not, no, no ways. Absolutely none. So, all right. Before we fly away, thanks for listening to the podcast. For C-Rad, for Ty, for Greg, for Doug, for Dan, I'm Cody. Go to MojoBreak.com, MojoBreakShop.com for Sealed Wax. MojoBreak Media is your home for your second stream. And, of course, subscribe to the podcast, MojoBreak Sports Card Show. We'll see you guys next time on the show. Later.